at PCA 2022. Barry Duplissy for the Cigar Coop Coalition, Ben Lee behind the camera, Will Cooper's over there. And we're here at the Casa Cuevas booth in gorgeous Las Vegas, Nevada for the PCA trade show. Alec, it is so good to see you. Alec Cuevas, what a big year this is for you. What a big year this is for the company. Oh, definitely. But I want to take us back here. This is a little personal for me. So I want to take us back to 2018. You and I met for the very first time. Casa Cuevas wasn't here uh, formally, but you and I got to meet and instantly we started talking about tobacco. We started nerding out on wrapper, binder, filler, and I shared a dream with you that day. And now today that dream is being realized, but it's being realized by you, and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. As jealous as I may be, I am <laughs> so excited for you. I appreciate that, brother. Really. What you are debuting is your very first and your very own cigar, Sangre Nueva. Please tell us about it. Sangre Nueva was something that we had in the works initially when it was brought up. It was brought up on a lot of different podcasts as we spoke about where you came up and said maybe you should blend your own. That dream did finally come true. Sat over lunch, came up with the name, and we, I genuinely love Cameroon and it became more accessible than ever before. So I wanted to come up with something that is brand new, Ecuadorian Cameroon wrapper. We've been playing around ever since with Patrimonio with Corojo, so it has a Corojo binder as well. And in terms of the filler, I think it's personally the best part. There's a secret ingredient inside, which I'll get to in a minute. Okay. But there's amped up Pennsylvania broadleaf in there with some Dominican and Nicaraguan as well. You get a lot of creamy, very dark chocolatey notes as well with your smoke, medium bodied and full prominent with flavor. But the secret ingredient is a very tiny, tiny sliver of Kentucky Fire Cure. Oh, you would pick okay. it up. If you're an experienced smoker, you're more than likely to pick it up on a cold draw. But the minute you light it, it just accentuates the smoke. And it's not barbecue, it's not hickory. That's not what I was going for. I thought of it and it didn't look good, it didn't represent us as a company. I wanted something traditional, something classic, and something using more modernized tobacco. And that's what we came up with. All right, so let's break this down for a second. <laughs> we got Ecuadorian Cameroon. Yes. A sliver of Kentucky fire care. Tiniest sliver. Pennsylvania, Dominican. I mean, you are paying homage to the entire planet here. This is fantastic. Okay, so you said you would were experimenting and, I mean, what got you thinking about fire cure? You know what? So, for those of you that don't know, uh, as a brand for five years, we've been manufacturers for 30 plus years. As you know, you're very well aware of that. With that, we were also one of the first individuals to create the San Lucia Black. That's right. And with that, that ended up becoming discontinued. If you'd like to pick one up, you gotta speak with Sam himself. <laughs> but personally, I adored that cigar. It was my first time ever trying something with Kentucky Fire Cured, and ever since a very young age, I fell in love with it. I could never get my hands on it again. With the discontinuation of it, we had ample bales left over at our factory. So when it came to the blending process, about nine blends in, I spoke to my grandfather and I said, tell you what, based off these percentage points, how about we bring in something that we have excess of? He brought a few things to the table, including the Corojo binder, that's another one of the excess that we had, and we used it with this line, but the Kentucky Fire Cure was the one I was most curious about. Personally, I had no clue that we had all those bales available. So I said, you know what, blend it in. Make it minute. Let's see what we can come up with this. Sure enough, blend 10 and 11 were born out of essentially 15 other blends. Blend 11 had a good percentage of Kentucky Fire Cured, but that's all you could taste. It took away from the Cameroon, and I'm a sucker for Cameroon, guys. I love Cameroon wrapper, so I really wanted it to really show up as well, especially if it's the wrapper. So we went with blend number 10 instead. Tiniest of slivers, adds a nice little oomph to your stick, similar to the Peruvian in our patrimonial, and I think we hit it right on the nail. 
I'm very, very happy with this product. I think there's that's something to be said about all your products. There's always this, you mentioned a special ingredient in this, but that's something that you guys bring to the table, always have. There's, so that's that little something, that little something that's not quite misplaced, but makes it perfect at the same time. Speaking of speaking of perfect and, and speaking of your grandfather and everything, so when you're going through this process and everything, was it, you knew what you were doing because you've been around it all your life? Was it harder? Was it easier? Oh, brother, this was a challenge. This was a challenge. Uh, if anything else, to this day, I'm still relatively nervous about it. I want everybody to enjoy it. There's one thing when you have a demographic of 20 people that genuinely enjoy your cigar, and then you have to outsource it to the entire United States. So it's a little bit nerve-wracking. When it came to the blending process, I was extremely nervous as well because it was all from scratch. My grandfather handed me a blank sheet of paper and said, here's what we have tobacco-wise, what do you want percentage-wise? Put it in there, it's all you. To hear that from my grandfather, somebody that to me is a legend and my mentor, it's a big deal, a huge deal. And also kind of put me right on the tenth spot. You know, I make something that'll make him genuinely proud, something that carries a legacy going forward. My grandfather picked it up, smoked it, and he loved it. One very thrilled. Third generation, three Vitolas? Three Vitolas and fifth generation, as a matter fifth, of fact. Fifth generation, that's right. I carried back from my great-great-grandfather. For those of you that don't know, way back in the day in Pinat de Rio, Cuba, my great-great-grandfather was a cultivator of tobacco. Chanceling on down the line, it ended up being my grandfather who picked up the mantle with my granduncle, and he opened up the factory to keep the legacy going. They ended up going their separate ways, but my grandfather kept the factory. Lo and behold, then my father wanted to jump in on that too. So then he ended up getting half of that. Now he's part owner of the factory as well, and then I jumped into the fray. So five generations deep. Five generations deep. We roll for you. Now we're adding blender to the resume. I mean, you're doing it all. So we got three Batolas. Yes, when can your uh, when can your retailers expect to see this on the shelf? Immediately. Immediately. We already have the boxes. We made this mistake last year when it came to Patrimonio, in which we had these cigars, but the boxes were a problem to get. It took us about half a year to get these boxes in stock. This year, we jumped the gun on that. We didn't want that to happen again, especially not with this new release. So all the boxes are already prepped up and ready to go. These sizes are also a little bit different from what we carry. I was gonna say. Which is what I'm very happy about. In Cuba, the classical traditional Robusto size is a four and three fourths by 50. It's currently what we have here. Or, yeah, right here, pardon me. Classical Toro size, six by 52. And the newest addition to our molds and vitolas, the six by 58 double perfecto. Absolutely. I wanted something different than a 6x60 Gordo, and I think more than not, I think we hit it right on the money. Absolutely gorgeous. And what are the, what's the, what's the price points for these MSRP? So the price points MSRP go from 13 to 13.50, and then the most expensive currently in our line, which even then, given the circumstances, isn't that high up there, 14.75. It's a 10 count box. I wanted to do my research behind it, and I didn't want to market it to such a degree in which nobody wanted to pick it up and smoke it. I want everybody to have the availability to try this Vitola, potentially fall in love with this Vitola, and just genuinely enjoy the smoke. The 10 count boxes makes it make it even more accessible to the customer as well, so it's wonderful. Alec, it's an absolute pleasure. Congratulations, big moment for you, a big show for you. Thank well you. Well deserved for all this hard work. Thank you, brother. Alec Webbs, everybody. BCA 2022, we'll see you soon.